Hello, my fellow humans. Welcome back to the Trans Agenda. This week's episode is the start of a three-part series talking about how to recover from transmedicalism. I'm putting this out now due to the current rawness of the trans community about transmedicalism, and I feel like this is the perfect time to steer the trans community into positive territory. This series starts with recognizing the harms of transmedicalism and essentially detaching from the ideology. Next week, I'm putting out a follow-up about how to detox from transmedicalist ideas that affect the transmed personally and fostering introspection, looking inward at why we held those ideas prior. Then, the last installment of the series is going to be about how to combat transmedicalism and how to help other misled people to get out of these harmful ideas. The series is focused on trans mask perspective because that's all I can really speak to, but some things could translate across all trans transmeds. This series is also not for cis transmeds. I'm not a cis person or an ex-cis transmed, so I can't speak to the experiences and the reasoning behind the attachment to transmedicalism. I also encourage those who are already reformed, so to speak, to listen to this series because you might learn more about the root of transmedicalism and how to fight it in your own communities. Also, this is a series that I think all trans people on different journeys could learn from, particularly the second installment. So please share with anyone you think could benefit from this. Anyways, with all these precursors in place, let's not yet get into it. Before we get into it, I want to talk a bit about the panel I was on last Sunday. Yeah, I was on a panel last Sunday hosted by the lovely Goddammit Malcolm on Twitch. It was talking about transphobia unique to transmask people and also talked about representation, male privilege, and all that fun stuff. If that interests you, I'll link the Twitch, the Twitch live video in the description. I did have to leave quite abruptly, sadly. My Wi-Fi was really bad. But the conversation was great while I was there, as well as afterwards. Check it out in the description of this episode. Anyway, now that all the precursors are in order, let's actually get right into it. So the first thing I want to say is that if you are here in good faith as a transmedicalist currently, you are more than welcome here. Anyone who is looking to grow and change, even from groups I think are very harmful, are still welcome here. Of course, as long as they are not spreading that hate. I don't think that a lot of transmets follow me just because of, you know, the heathen in my bio, but... Anyways, if you're here and you're willing to listen, you are welcome. Now, there are three main ways that transmedicalism causes a lot of harm and is just bad. Number one is that transmedicalism just adds to the transphobia we already face and preys on internalized transphobia. Now, before you leave, before you leave, 
a trans person can absolutely be transphobic. Anyone can be a bigot, no matter their identity. You would think that trans people would be more aware of perpetuating transphobia, but that is just not the case. Now, with regards to transmedicalism, much of transmed ideology comes from the idea that trans people are biological anomalies. Example, the stupid brain sex argument. This is used to justify trans people transitioning because there's something wrong with them that needs to be fixed. This is just really harmful because it makes trans people feel more insecure about themselves and exacerbates transphobia and just generally makes trans people look like they're less than human. These harmful, these harmful effects also come from similar rhetoric of transmedicalism, like the idea that all trans people just want to pass or look cis. It makes it seem like there's, again, something wrong with us and our bodies, which, from personal experience, can give people dysphoria that they didn't even have in the first place. Second largest reason to me as an ex-trans medicalist is how horribly toxic the culture is. I'm not saying community because this comes straight from the ideology itself, not a bunch of bad apples, so to speak. Many trans people who could even be your classic dysphoric straight binary trans man get constantly gaslit and gaslight others if they don't pass to an individual standard. The same goes for the trans trender stupidity. This is the reason that non-binary people are hated on in these spaces. Not that non-binary doesn't make sense but that non-binary people don't fit into these ideas of transness that are very limited, and they also don't play into cis-normative gender roles. Transmedicalism simply fosters ideas that anyone who is not within one's perceived cis norms is a faker, and that is not okay. Or true at all. And that brings us to the last of three broad reasons that transmedicalism frankly sucks, which is that transmed culture and ideologies limit trans people's access to rights. Now, before I get transmeds in my DMs over this, the idea that there are fake and real trans people gives leeway to transphobes to limit our rights. For example, Literally, TERFs. TERFs use the idea that some trans men are just confused women to justify limiting our health care. And wait, where does that idea come from? Oh yeah, transmedicalist culture. When us trans people agree on these things with TERFs or just with transphobes, we limit our own rights. And I hear you saying, but Sean, go into the real world. Nobody's going to think we are valid if we don't separate ourselves from the trenders. And to that, I say, fuck no. As long as we allow cis people to believe that there are real and fake trans people, we are at the whims of cis people's idea of real trans people. As soon as a person sees a trans person who doesn't pass for whatever reason, which could be you, 
they will no longer give you basic respect because of these ideas perpetuated by transmedicalism. We cannot just let cis people hold on to these transphobic ideas because if we were all sent to a camp where people detransed our gender, you would be standing with all those trenders. Don't think for a second that cis transphobes you're pandering to care about you whatsoever. You are trans and transphobes hate trans people. And that includes you. They don't just hate the crazy trans people. To them, all trans people are crazy, no matter how much they try to justify themselves. No trans people need to be left behind for us to gain rights. Rights are not a pie, people. It does make our job harder, but it makes us way more effective as a whole if we just included everybody. If we could get our rights in one foul swoop so every trans person would gain the same rights in one go, we wouldn't have to do this every five years. Sorry for going on a bit of a rant there, but it is a big deal. And I really, really, really freaking hate when trans medicalists say that they're fighting for trans rights, unlike trans activists, because it's fucking dumb and I hate it. But anyways, let's move on. Now, I just want to say I'm not really going to talk about the Calvin Guerra situation or the online drama around that. I think many people already made great content on that, but I haven't seen many on this. I want this series to be able to bring misguided trans people, like I was, out of trans medicalism. Next video will be about how to detox from these ideas, so I recommend you follow wherever you are just so you can check it out later. Because there are so many deep-rooted things within transmedicalism, like internalized transphobia, racism, homophobia, misogyny, and they are not simple to uproot. They're not one of those, I don't think that anymore sort of things. But more on that next week. Feel free to share this with any transmeds you think would listen. I am all for fostering growth. People are for sure redeemable if they are open to change. This series topics, especially next week, are more important for the trans mass community right now because we are at a crossroads. I want to try and steer trans masks into healthy territory when it comes to battling transphobia and advocating for ourselves. Being as oppressed as we are currently with laws being passed and crimes being committed against us, we really need a solid and healthy framework to both heal from and combat these attacks in our community. We also need to be standing with our trans sisters as well, and we can't do that with all of this infighting. Now that I've finished my TED talk, I have an announcement. This week, like last week, I'm going on another panel. This one's topic is being raised religious as a trans mask person. This one will be fun, I think, but of course, also sharing religious trauma. 
I hope to also do an episode about my religious experience as a still Christian trans mask. Maybe my mom will join me because she also has a bunch of religious experience. But yeah, that part isn't guaranteed. Anyways, there's a post on the podcast Instagram, link in the description, always be plugging, with dates and times, as well as where to find the panel. Oh, and when you're there, give me a follow. It can't hurt, can it? Anyways, see you next time. Keep fighting, you beautiful people. All the love. Peace. Hello, my fellow humans. Did you like this podcast? Hit that follow button wherever you're listening and check out my Instagram in the description. Keep fighting, you beautiful people. All the love. Peace.